0: Cloud. Morning, Jim. Good morning, Jim. All right, Jim. So uh, last night, the Minnesota Wild win again, their fourth straight victory. Uh, they down Arizona 3-1 to one on the road. The Wild have put together a couple of stretches, one earlier in the year right after they hired John Hines as uh, the head coach. Uh, and then they kind of went in the tank, and, and then they've come back again. Um, is it health the big reason why they're playing better now?
1: Health is Part of it. I mean, they still have Spurgeon, um, but you know, they kind of had the most important things come together at the right time. Um, Goaltending's gotten better. Goaltending's gotten better in part because they're playing more disciplined defense. Uh, Walls kept talking about it on the broadcast last night, where the wild just kind of wall you out, they make you even if the opponent has a lot of uh, puck possession time, they don't necessarily get to the the crease. They're kind of shooting from the outside. The goalies have been good enough to play well in that system. But, you know, then he, it's its a league of generally tight, low-scoring games. You know, one hot goal scorer can make a big difference. And really, Kaprizov and Boldy have both been excellent lately. Kaprizov's had a great month. And uh, Boldy's been scoring a lot lately. He had kind of a fluky goal last night. But goal scorers tend to get a few of those. So, you know, your top scorers are scoring, your goalies are playing well, and you're playing good defense. Gives you a chance to win 3-2 to two every night.
0: Jim, so they are kind of in that situation where they're still on the outside looking in, um, and they'd probably have to continue to stretch for a while to feel like they're still their contenders. Well, what do you think? I mean, what what do you think this team should be doing going forward here? I mean, they have to try to win. You know,
1: I mean, you have to try to win. So they're only three games behind St. Louis for the second wild card right now. Uh, there are two games between them, two teams between them and the Blues, and. You know, it's hard to pass three teams, but these are not great teams. If they're they're great teams, they'd be farther ahead than this. So they have to play it out. Uh, I I don't know that they're good enough to justify trading any assets to bring in a helper, although sometimes Garen's very good at bringing in people who weren't expensive. Um, I can see him making a tweak move. I think this does rule out at the moment, if they keep playing this way, it rules out you know trading away. I mean... uh, their business model is they kind of they need playoff games to to break even on an operational level, and they have a very passionate fan base. They can't just throw out a, a chance to make the playoffs. So I think, you know, most likely they stand pat with maybe a, a tweak
0: or two. Jim, the uh, Gopher men's basketball team' biggest test of the year, playing at second-ranked Purdue tonight. Uh, Dawson Garcia left the game in the second half against Iowa Sunday um sounds like he's at least trending where he's got a chance to play what do you know about his situation
1: I know pretty much what you just said which is that it sounds like there's a chance he'll play uh doesn't necessarily but we just don't know and you know it's college sports they don't have to tell you if they don't want to um you know listen he's a he's a competitor um you know if he can go he'll go but I I just don't have any way of updating that
0: what do you think about this matchup against Purdue? Purdue is is a good team. They've lost a couple of games in the conference, but they look like one of the best teams in the country.
1: Uh, they do, and you know they're always well coached. They tend to be, you know, they've had some postseason, you know, NCAA disappointments, but they tend to be a really just strong team. You know, they still have Edie. Uh, they have guys who can. They've Edie, and they have three point shooters, and they have uh, wing slashers who can kind of take advantage of the things that uh, Edie creates. So. It, yeah, they're they're very good.
0: So the uh, Timberwolves are going to play Portland again tonight. Um, Wolves going to have everybody available.
1: I believe so. Uh, Ant obviously played through some knee soreness on Tuesday. They have the All Star break coming up. Uh, I would think that everybody's going to be everybody's going to be available.
0: Jim, what have you uh, heard about uh, what went on in Kansas City right after the, uh, the the shooting that took place right after the Chiefs parade?
1: Uh, well, there were. Uh, I think twenty-one people shot. I think fifteen of them critically. Uh, a bunch were kids. Uh, you know, there apparently there were eight hundred armed uh, officers on site, uh, and somebody—I don't know—I'm not sure we know yet uh, who did the shooting. Um, at least I haven't seen that yet. But it just just another another tragedy.
0: Yeah, it's just—it seems like this another sign where you knew people were going to gather, and there was going to be access. And I suppose those situations become dangerous, or can be.
1: Well, uh, we could we could talk about this uh, subject for for hours, if not days, if not weeks. Um, you know, it's an open carry. You know, they, you're in in that state. You're allowed to just carry guns around. Uh, so there, are not only, you know, I mean, there is absolutely no way for anybody to prevent this under the rules that exist if, if somebody can just walk around with a gun then you can't stop them from walking into a crowd you can't do anything until they start shooting there are 800 officers on site they couldn't do anything about it
0: jim can you tell me about uh the feature story in the star tribune and the sports column about jesse diggins uh having a chance to compete in a hometown race
1: yeah well she you know she had her historic victory and uh and her her Asian or marketing people, or her support were basically saying, "Hey, you know, this is a and this is all coming from Rachel Blount's piece. By the way, she's our great Olympic writer, uh, she said basically, you know, what do you want? You know we can cash in on this. We can go to Disney world. we can And she was like, no, what I want is I want a World Cup event in my hometown in in the Twin Cities. And it the Loppet Foundation. And and World Skiing have have found a way to make it happen. It's going to happen this weekend, so Jesse Diggins gets to ski here. And uh, we even have just a touch of snow for them.
0: Yeah, we did. We actually got some snow last night, which is kind of unusual for us this winter anyway. Uh, Jim, uh, pitchers and catchers reported to a spring training in Fort Myers yesterday. Starting pitching is always so important, and it seemed like last year they really took a big step forward. Pablo Lopez was really good. Um, Sonny Gray, of course, he's now gone, but Joe Ryan was very good. Uh, Bailey Ober had very good moments for him. Um, how about some of the uh, the, the question marks? Uh, certainly the, the fourth and spit, fifth spot in the rotation seem to be a little uncertain. What do you think about the starters? No, I don't
1: think there's any uncertainty, uh, and and honestly, you know, the, the twins last year they had Maeda out for a while Ryan had a bad second half Ober was limited on innings he could pitch it wasn't like perfect it was that Lopez and Gray were excellent and uh the the rotation as it in as a whole of about seven or eight different members uh you know were able to pitch a lot of innings and help the twins kind of hide their uh one of their weaknesses which was middle relief especially once they started having some injuries in the bullpen uh so this is just more of a normal big league rotation. You have, you know, your your eighth in Lopez. Uh, you have a promising two in Ryan. You have a very promising three in Ober. And then you have Paddock, who has the best stuff of any starter on the staff. who's a meter four. Listen, you know, I hate when when we talk about twins, we're almost always just talking about if they're healthy, right? Well, if Paddock is healthy and throws what he did last year, he's good, he might be their number two starter. DiClefiani, uh, he's, he's kind of a traditional big league fifth starter. He's capable. He has to stay healthy. He has to, you know, he has to, um, you know, pitch to the best of his capabilities. But he's capable of being an okay fifth starter. And, you know, it's – sure, you would like like one more uh, really good starter. But now that they have him, they really – what they've been doing is bolstering their bullpen. And, and I just can't say that's a bad idea, you know. I mean – if you can get five innings out of your fifth starter and bring in just dynamic arm after dynamic arm, that's a very good way to win games.
0: You bring up Chris Paddock. And when I, when I said uncertain is because Chris Paddock has had a lot of injuries and yep. Paddock has been used. He was used at the bullpen at the end of last year and looked really good doing that. Um, but he was also ineffective prior to the injury, but has had, you know, times where he looked really good when he was with the Padres. Um, do the twins feel pretty confident they can get him back to doing what he used to be doing as a starter?
1: I mean, they just, they think his stuff has gotten even better. I mean, they just see, they just see a big, strong, hardworking guy uh, who's come through injuries before, whose stuff looks as good right now as, I mean, uh, when he was coming out of the bullpen last year, his stuff looked as good as anybody's. So again, once again, he might not be somebody who pitches into the sixth or seventh inning, but he might be somebody who can be dominant for five innings and then uh, you know, set you up for a a, a really strong bullpen effort,
0: uh, Jim. Some other things going on. Um, I had mentioned that the uh, the Gophers are playing against Purdue tonight. Uh, I just wanted to bring up Zach Eady, who they're going to go up against. Zach Eady is he going to translate? Is his skills and his ability going to translate pretty well to the NBA?
1: I don't think so. Um, you look at the the best big men in the NBA, and they all have some kind of explosiveness. Or or power, uh, or ability to go out and shoot three pointers. I just see him as being a, you know, to me he's more like a. Just I, I to me he's an NBA bench player, you know. Maybe he'll surprise me, uh, but I just see a really nice college player who isn't an explosive athlete and he's not a great shooter. And it's it's tough to operate in that. You just it's hard to get on the court in that league if you if those if that's your skill set.
0: The the back to the basket type of uh, play inside only player. There's just not a lot of need for that anymore in the NBA.
1: Well, there's if you can be really efficient against NBA talent doing that, uh, great. But you know how many? I just I don't see him being an efficient or explosive enough offensive talent. Somebody's gonna say, "Oh, let's draft him high and put him in the in the paint, and we're gonna throw the ball into him and run our offense through him." I just, I don't see it. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. You know, this is I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to pretend. I I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see a great athlete. I don't see a great shooter. Um, And if you're not gonna be those things, you better be dominant on the defensive end. And and again, I just see. Look at Luca Garza was the Player of the Year in college basketball, and he can't get off the bench for the Timberwolves. I mean, it's it's just a hard league to crack.
0: All right, Jim, what you got in your podcasts?
1: Uh, let's see. We have uh, pretty much everything's up at TalkNorth.com. We'll do another Chin Music and perhaps today with John Malay and another Jeff Diamond show today, and that'll all be out in the next day or two, and everything's at TalkNorth.com.
0: All right, Jim, thank you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, Jim. Jim Suhan, Star Tribune sports columnist, joining us every weekday morning at this time. Follow him on Twitter at SoohanStrib. Check out his latest column on Star Tribune or his podcast at TalkNorth.com. And uh, Jim, today is brought to you by the Green Mill in downtown St. Cloud. Coming up next on WJON, World of National News from ABC, followed by Jim Maurice in the WJON Newsroom.